Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports. This is the Women in League Show, episode 15. My name is Dan Frost and as always, supported by the best panel in the business. Uh, tonight we've got Tasha and we've got Alicia. Guys, I, I, you know, we say it every week, but there's a lot of excitement heading into next year. But Tasha, start off with you. I guess the challenge at the moment is rest, you know, all the players resting up, but at the same time trying to get a sneak a little bit of training in to maintain your sort of fitness. So a little bit of an interesting time for the girls as they sort of look ahead to next year. Yeah, Dan, it certainly is. They've got a bumper season uh, in, in 2022, and it is a it is a fine balance just to get yourself not only physically rested but also um, mentally rested and prepared. But, you know, if you follow any of them on their Insta feeds, they're out there and they're doing lots of individual training sessions and um, they're, they're all getting really, really fit. And, and Alicia, that's it. Like, we, we you know... I guess as an athlete, as a player, you want to get away from the game and just completely reset and turn off. But, yeah, you, you can't leave it too long. You've you still got to tick it over and, and get a bit of training in. So, yeah, just an interesting time in the calendar for the girls. Yeah, it is. And I suppose they, um, you know, they, they need to, they needed to overcome that that news about them not playing in the NRLW and, and I guess the back half of that year, like how do they fit that all in? I think when we get back to the season, pre-season starting probably early next year, we're going to, hit the ground running. So it's, it is going to be a really big off season for the girls in terms of their fitness and just staying on top of it. But I think from what I've seen, and especially as Tash said on their social channels, um, you know, they're probably all really good in terms of injuries. It's just a matter of now keeping the fitness up and yeah, going, going into next year, because as you mentioned, the schedule's hectic. And um, I think the biggest challenge for the women's going to be, you know, they talk a lot about peaking at the right time and, like, how are they going to peak at certain times throughout the year instead of, like, building into it. Um, when you think about it, they'll probably have to peak about four times or, like, one of the, the top athletes um, to NRLW seasons, even Harvey Norman, sorry, so add in that as well. And then the Queensland competition, state of origin, it's, um yeah, it's never never been done before, but kind of excited. I think let's just... Hit it, let's hit the ground running. Says me, who doesn't even make a tackle or have a run, but I'm sure our next guest will uh, will let us know how excited she is. Yeah, and speaking of next guest, let's, yeah, and speaking of next guest, let's jump into our next segment. Uh, and as always tonight, we're looking at the huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. The Broncos celebrate success once more. New South Wales have won Women's State of Origin on a great performance by the Australian Gillaroos. Champion teams do this. They find space, they find time. Loved watching her play and I think she'll take her game to another level. Yeah, and this week we're still up north in Queensland in the BHP Women's Premiership. And this week, well, we've been looking forward to this episode. We're covering the Tweed Seagulls. And tonight, we are, well, we're, we're very fortunate and lucky to have a very special guest with us, Jamie Chapman. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. How are we going? No, really, really excited to have you and uh, and deep dive into the season that, that has just gone gone past. And look, we don't have a lot of time, Jamie, so let's just jump straight into it. We're all excited to get into this one. 
Take us back to the preseason and 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 the start of the year for Tweed. You know, as as this group sort of came together. Um, obviously, for yourself, you you weren't able to, to to start in round one. But talk to us about you know all of these players coming together and the general feeling in and around the club. Um, yeah, preseason for Tweed. Um, look, I was new. I only freshly moved up to Queensland, literally as preseason started. So joining Tweed, everyone was new to me. I met. A lot of girls like Taryn Aiken, who was very accepting and, and you know, the, the game vibe, just everyone was so good. It was instant friends and, yeah, it was very easy um, to train with them and get along with all the girls there. Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, when you're, when you're sort of joining a new team, you're, you're still sort of, you know, getting used to everyone and names and positions and people, but were there any particular moments even at training, like whether you saw someone do something at training where you thought, hang on, we, we've got a we've got a few special players here. Yeah, definitely. Um, look, there's, there was upcoming stars like Jada Ferguson and and she just really shined this year. Um, and obviously Shaylee Bent, Rona Peters and Caitlin Phillips, a lot of stars. It was a winning team on paper and we definitely um, had good training sessions and I was really excited for the season. Yeah, and, you know, I, I guess you need all of that talent and more uh, coming into this competition. And it's something that we talk a lot about, Jamie. And, and again, you know, just something I want your thoughts on. This is this is a serious competition. There is so much talent week in, week out. And, you know, just, just because of the, the, you know, the way in which the competition is structured, you, you've got to be able to hit the ground running. So talk to us just generally about the quality in the overall competition because, yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing competition up there in Queensland. Yeah, you know, we haven't we haven't got many rounds. It's seven rounds of footy. Um, so you've really got to nail in pre, nail down in pre-season and, and really get your head switched on straight away because we don't have much time to um, get our points up and, and, and win our games. So, um, yeah, definitely that was harder, um, playing a shorter season. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was worth it. Yeah, Jamie, just on you making the move from Sydney up to Queensland, like it's, oh God, it seems just like yesterday to me, but I think it was three or maybe four years ago that I first (laughs) watched you um, play. And I actually, after the game, like I like to pick out, you know, a future future star. And I don't know if you remember, but I, I... climbed over the fence and just asked you after the game to come and I think you're in the under-18s or, or something and, and we got a photo together and I had, had you as a future star. And now to see everything that you've done and the player that you've evolved into as well as moving state and, and joining a whole new team, it's just it's been fabulous watching you grow and continue to grow. Oh, I remember, Tasha. <laughs> I remember very well. I thought that was very humbling. I was very excited about that to have someone like you to come take a photo with me um yeah it was a hard move but definitely worth it up here yeah and let's dig into some of these games because uh you know obviously it was a well it was an interesting start to the season you guys were able to to get a win against the Valkyries in round one and then you came up against well it was it was a tough schedule Jamie talk us through it obviously there was a little bit of a loss there in round two which you can be forgiven for coming up against uh the Burley Bears but Talk us through this round three clash um, against the North Queensland Gold Stars. And for our listeners who haven't uh, listened to that episode, definitely recommend going back because you talk about talent and bringing, you know, some of the best talent through in Queensland together in that in that team. That team is absolutely stacked. Yeah, Jamie, talk talk to us about this one. 
Um, yeah, so unfortunately I wasn't able to play as I was injured. Um, but watching that game, it was just intense and it was just two and fourth both ways. Both teams were extremely, you know, strong in defence, attack, everything. And um, it was just a really good hard game. And, and that's the games that you look forward to to play. And I was itching to get on that field. It, was, it wasn't easy sitting on the sideline. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And I guess, you know, you know, despite the result not going your way, did it give you a little bit of confidence that, you know, hang on, this this team, like, we, we can match it with the best in this competition. You know, the result didn't go your way on the day, but, you know, obviously it just, you know, it gives, fills you with a little bit of confidence to say, you know, we can, we can match it with some of these better teams in the comp. Yeah, definitely. And sitting on the sideline watching, you know, my teammates play that hard, um, I feel like sometimes you don't notice how hard your teammates work when you're on your field. You're thinking about your own position and what you've got to do yourself. And, and watching those girls just go out and play their heart out, leave nothing on the field, you know, it was, it was awesome to think that I'm playing alongside these girls. And because we play rugby league, it, you know, nothing ever just goes our way. There's always, there's always hurdles, there's always adversity, and, and you know, the, there's a lot that you went through uh, in this season. But this team, I mean... You know, talk to us a little bit about the team culture because, you know, there, there was a few losses there. Uh, you sort of, um, you know, lost to Burley, lost to North Queensland Gold Stars, the Panthers, and then you came up against an unbelievable team in the Valley, diehards, and, and again, didn't get the result there. But, you know, if we sneak forward and have a bit of a look to round six, you guys were able to sort of bounce back and respond. So I guess talk to us a little bit about the team culture there because, um, you know, you guys never gave up and you're always in the fight. Yeah, definitely. Our team culture was just amazing you know all the girls were just such good friends so on and off the field we know when to switch on and I feel like going into that game into Capra's we all had our heads switched on and we were ready we were ready to play that day and just positive as soon as we got into that training before the game it was upwards and onwards from there yeah Jamie look you've always been a very modest player but um, we can't go past that game at the Capra's without mentioning that that try, actually, it was the match-winning try. It was 14-all. There was three minutes to go. You get the ball inside your own 10. Do you want to talk us through that try? <laughs> um, yeah, well, it was three minutes to go and sometimes at the last minute I just say, give the ball to me. <laughs> and, I, yeah, I just I just really wanted to make score a try and make, make us win that game and, and I know the girls all wanted to do the same, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jamie, you're underselling. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what went down. You got the ball almost flat-footed in your own 10. You show a nice little dummy. They fall for it. You split two players in half, and as soon as you're, you, you're through that gap, it is you and daylight. The pace on, on those long legs of yours was sensational, and it's, it's under the post, and you end up winning by the six points. So... Congratulations on that one. Thanks, Tasha. She's watched it 60 times. So (laughs) she's watched it step by step. I have. I have. I've replayed it. (laughs) And, Jamie, it's an important important skill, isn't it, because – you know, some of these games, they just go so quickly and they blink and they're over and, you, you know, you might have lost a close game and you think, oh, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't get any enough touches or I wasn't involved and I should have done this. And, you know, to Tasha's point, you know, when, and, and you know, as, as you sort of mentioned, when the game's on the line, you know, it, it, it's just great to see yourself sort of having the confidence to go in there and go, you know what, 
give me the ball, you know, let's, let, let's do this. So that, that's something that you've been sort of building into your game is sort of trying to be as heavily involved as you can, you know, during those final minutes. Yeah, definitely. Um, as the game gets more serious, you know, the girls coming into our game at the moment with the ups rising stars that we have, um, you've definitely got to get in the game more and involve yourself because there's a lot of talent coming up these, these days. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, let's do a little bit of a prediction in terms of where Tweed's headed uh, in 2022. And, uh, and and Jamie, it's a little bit tricky because you guys finished with a record of two wins, one draw and four losses. But I just don't feel that's necessarily – it just doesn't necessarily reflect, number one, the talent in the team. But, yeah, a, f- a few different things um, go differently and, and that, that record could be flipped on its head. Is that, is that kind of how you feel, you know, reflecting on the season? Yeah, definitely. Um, we – we had a lot of star players in our team. Um, just like it was unfortunate that it went that way. But, you know, if we get these same girls in 2022, we're just definitely going to turn it on our head, on the head, you know. Um, if, yeah. No, that's excellent. No, I, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm about to jump into my prediction and say, well, and, and I think the guys have sort of, they've laughed at this before because I seem to put too, far too many teams in the top four. Um, but I'm just... To your point, Jamie, I'm looking at this team list and I'm like, how does this team not challenge for the top four, get in the top four with all of this talent and, and the lessons from this season as well? I, I think there's a few clubs in this competition that just have some unfinished business and a little bit of fire in the belly, and I think that's definitely the case there at Tweed. So for me, I'm thinking that you guys are going to be pushing in and around that top four. Tash, what about yourself? What's your prediction for T, uh, Tweed uh, going into next year? Yeah, Dan, look, I'm surprised they didn't finish in the top four this year. I mean, they were just outside of it, um, finishing in fifth place. But there was, I'm really interested in, in, in watching Taryn Aiken. She played all seven games at halfback and she actually had uh, a consistent 5-8 uh, in Jada Ferguson. So I'm really interested in watching that combination develop. And I just think if the players settle in like Jamie um, only played I think he only played fullback in the last two games is that right Jamie yeah last three games I played winger the first one yeah so I think when they're all settled like they had Shaley Bent playing uh, in the centres and then in the second row but I think you know next season they'll have more consistency players will have more consistency in their position and so definitely top four Dan for the Seagulls and Alicia there's going to be a lot of footy played in 2022 which you know, it, it, look, it's just going to be interesting to, to, to see, you know, what impact that has on this, this type of competition. Um, you know, it, it could be a benefit, you know, more form, better fitness. But, um, yeah, what's your thoughts on, on the team for next year? Yeah, we mentioned this in the past, how I think going from NRLW that first season into state comps is actually going to make these teams sort of hit the ground running, whereas I suppose Tweed probably this year, um, you know, Jamie was out for the first few weeks and then um, the team was relatively new put together by the sounds of it as well, like with Shaley and Caitlin Phillips and, and yourself, yeah. Jamie. So, like, that takes time. In a short competition, we've seen it in the NRLW as well. If you get it wrong earlier, you know, drop a couple of games earlier, there's pressure, all that sort of stuff. So I think next year um, they'll be much better for the run. And, yeah, I think semifinals is definitely in reach. Now, Jamie, uh, we, we know how competitive you are and the reasons why you play rugby league. So, um, you know, obviously your prediction is to go out there and win this whole thing. But, yeah, just just, just recap us on your, your prediction for next year. You guys, obviously, you know, you'll be looking for a big preseason and, and look, to, look to make a, a big impact next year. Yeah, definitely. Um, with new coach on the lines and 
and um, having consistent staff this year where we can really perform our best, definitely we're going for the grand final. Um, you know, if we get if we get training in every week, week in, week out with the numbers that every every training session, no doubt we'll make semifinals. Oh, excellent. You, you heard it here first. And as we always <laughs> say every single week uh, to our listeners, you've got to get to these games. These, uh, these, are, these are unbelievable spectacles, uh, whether it's round one, round two, round three, or the semifinals. Get to a game next year for sure. All right, guys, well, look, let's jump into this playing roster. We're all excited to dig into it because, again, we keep talking about the talent of this football team. Let's dig into it. Jamie, take it away. Talk to us about the outside backs. You, you know it pretty well yourself, but um, yeah, very talented group, um, and, and you know a few players that you know some of our listeners may not have um, you know know a lot about their their background and history. So yeah, talk us through some of your outside backs there in the squad. Okay, I'll start off with Letitia Quinlan. Um, she is like an all around player. She is strong. She's fit. She's fast. She played in the All Stars, and. She is definitely very talented, one to look out for. Um, um, and then there's Brooke Sadler. She kind of laid low, um, played winger, played fullback, and she is definitely an upcoming star. Her speed is unbelievable. Once she's through, she's through. No one can catch her. Um, we also have Abby Lee Stanley. She's a consistent, strong player, and, and she also played in the All-Stars. And each, each and every one of these girls is so easy to play alongside and and they always have your back no matter what. So, yeah, it's just very good to play with them. Yeah, and, and uh, Tash and Alicia, I mean, we, we've, you know, we, we've sort of looked at, uh, you know, a lot of the talent in these outside backs, you know, and it just seems that there's something in the water up there in Queensland, Tasha, and we have to take our New South Wales hat off and give them their due, give them their credit because, um, you know, it, it, every, every club we, we, we knock on the door of, there is just so much speed, so much athleticism, so much talent and so much ability to score points. So, you know, that's certainly the case with Tweed. Yeah, certainly. Like, I, I can't believe how much up-and-coming talent there is. And it does worry me when I put my New South Wales hat on um, because there is a lot of talent in that VHP Cup that we've seen this year. But uh, let's not forget our mate Jamie. She's coming back for the Blues. Yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> Very, very grateful of that, Jamie. Um, I'm still blue. <laughs> we definitely, uh, we definitely pledge our allegiances there to to the mighty Blues. Um, and then, yeah, and let's step now through to your halves. Obviously, you know, really, really important to you know have your players there steering the ship. We we know a fair bit about um, your halves there, but yeah, talk to us a little bit about them in the season that they had. Yeah, Taryn Aiken. She just takes the team by her own two hands. She runs that team and. Every game, game, every game, she's always so consistent. Um, so, yeah, I always have trust in her. She's always going to tell me where to go and she's not scared to do that either. So that's good to have someone in, to, on your team to, you know, kind of boss you around and that's awesome to have that. Yeah, and um, and just, just quickly on, on Taryn, Jamie, before we get into your 5-8 chatter, watching Taryn, the type of player that just appears to get better week after week after week, obviously continuing to build her skills and, you know, continue to add things to her game. Yeah, what, what, is, that, is that the type of thing that you're seeing at training and then obviously on the weekends that her game is continuing to improve each week? Yeah, definitely. And at training, she's just so consistent, turns up every training session, always heading the game, you know. Um, it's just that professional athlete that she is and she's so easy to play off. It's just 
it makes makes playing footy easy. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. A great player. But to make her job even easier, let's talk about this talented 5'8 that you've got there at Tweed. So Jada Ferguson, she's an upcoming star, definitely. She's only fresh from Oztag and Touch, and um, this was her first year of rugby league, I'm pretty sure. Um, and she just she just stood out, and she's got such a good voice on her, and, and she's just going to keep going better and better from here. No, that's excellent. And, and you know, with, with some of these these younger, you know, less experienced players, you know, the, the, these are the types of players you can build clubs around and the players that can be there for a very long time, build some really good, um, you know, great partnerships there. Okay, now let's move through now to your dummy half and hooker because, again, I say it every week, you know, the, you talk about, uh, the, you know, some of the hardest positions on the football field. Dummy half, if I was coming through, I don't know if that's the that's the position that I'd sign myself up for because <laughs> you've got to do basically be great at everything. Talk to us about your your hooker there. So we had Laylee Phillips in there. Um, she was in our um, All-Stars team as well. Very, very, very talented player. Um, and also Rona Peters, she also filled in there as well. Um, that definitely very good players as well, consistent always got their head in the game, um, professional athletes, both of them. So they're very, very reliable. Yeah, and, and just the their ability to, I guess, balance the defensive and offensive side of the game. You know, sometimes your dummy halves can just get buried in tackles, but, you know, their, their ability to come in and still influence the game, create opportunities and, uh, you know, obviously, you know, provide great service to the halves. It's, uh, you know, they, they definitely, yeah, anyway, I'll continue to fly the flag for our dummy halves <laughs> in the competition. Definitely a very tricky, tricky spot. Um, but to make all of this work, to score the points out wide, obviously to, to, to support your halves, you know, one of the most important groups in a rugby league team and at a rugby league club is the engine room, the forward pack, and you have yeah. some big names in your team. Talk us through your forward pack and, um, yeah, take it away. Definitely some big names. So we have Rona Peters, who only came in late. Um, Caitlin Phillips, she's just our workhorse. Always, always reliable. She will do anything for her teammates on the field. And, yeah, and then there's also Georgia Hale, our captain. She's I can't even explain to you how, how professional of an athlete she is. She's just elite of the elite that can – it's just amazing. Um, her mental and physical um, athletic ability is just mind-blowing. You just can't think you can get any better, really. Yeah, Jamie, just while you're talking about Georgia Hale, like she's played some incredible NRLW football. She's she's represented a country as well in, in uh, New Zealand. But – when I saw her name on the roster earlier in the year, I just thought, how did that happen? So you you guys must have been so wrapped to, to you know, capture such a player in, in the number um, 13 position as, as Georgia Hale. So how did that, all that come about? Um, I'm not too sure how Georgia um, got the call up, but I know that when I turned up to training and Georgia was there, it was, it was just such a good vibe. You know, she always pushing us to be our best and backing ourselves and she always back you as well. So um, it was just always positive around her. So, yeah. yeah and, and there's so <laughs> much, there's so much mobility in the game at the moment. You know, there's a lot of outstanding young players that are coming through that are looking at opportunities and, you know, you're exactly right. You, you see players like Georgia. Uh, hey, let's, let's head up to, 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 to Tweed. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. try and play with some of these amazing players. So that that's something that we're seeing too. A lot of lot of mobility, a lot of players moving around the country to play in these amazing clubs and uh, and you know gain those experiences. 
Um, and, and talk to us a little bit about that, about some of the younger players that you're sort of seeing through, come, you know, coming through the club. Um, you know, we've spoken about it on past episodes that they're just a little different, Jamie, like we've already spoken yeah. about some of the things you've been able to achieve. But let's talk about the next generation coming through because they're bigger, faster, stronger. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's a bit scary for us, you know, we've got, we've got to definitely watch our backs with who's coming these days. Um, yeah, the talent is just amazing. And, and someone like Georgia Hale, it, it thrives, makes children and young girls to want to be like that. And, and I'm so happy that the game is the way it is today, that, um, girls are actually playing their own footy at such a young age. And, and that's why the talent is just growing. Um, even so the young girls are so much more talented than, um, than they were before. You know, you're one of those spring chickens, don't you, Jamie? Like you're still, what, <laughs> 19, 20? You just turned 20, did you, yet? Or? I'm 19, but... <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're one of these. What's it like? Do you feel like you're sort of coming into rugby league like like as a, a, as a women's player who's just got this opportunity in front of them? Like if you played 10 years ago, obviously, you see a lot of girls at the back end of their careers like really envious of what you girls can sort of have now in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, well, when I came into the NRLW my first year, I was a bit nervous, really, if I'm being honest. It was um, a bit nerve-wracking going to training and all those girls are professional athletes and, um, you know, I hadn't had much experience, you know. Um, So I was lucky to have Daniel Lacey at St George um, let me in as one of the training, in the training squads. So um, I was an upcoming player to him. And he let me train alongside them so I could get the feel of it and then obviously debuted in 2019 and 2020. Um, so, yeah, that was good to do that. Yeah, has that, James, has that helped you? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tosh. Has that helped <laughs> you come back to, like, state and, and you're a lot more confident now that you've had that taste? Oh, definitely. It was so intimidating um, to turn up as a training player as itself. So, um, yeah, definitely. Having training camps as well really helped. Yeah, Leisha, I'm so glad that you put that question that she is a spring chicken because we're talking to Jamie Chapman here. She's almost a household name. She's captained the under-19 State of Origin team. She's come through three years with the Tashgal Cup. She's debuted in the NRLW and she's 19. Like, wow. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tasha. <laughs> No, you'll be uh, you'll be one of the you know the wise, experienced players at such a young age. It's uh, no, it's it, it's kind of cool. And talk to us about yourself. Obviously, um, you know how are you feeling about heading into heading into next year? Um, it's or you know, I guess we're all saying the same thing. It's going to be busy. We we don't know really know what's ahead, but all, all we can say there's going to be a lot of football and um, yeah, there's a lot, lot of excitement around the game heading into next year. Yeah, definitely. Um... Seeing the game grow so much and it's going to be a 12-month season of footy and to see the women's game do that from where it was um, when I was a young kid looking up at women's footy, there just wasn't any really to look up to and now there's a full 12-month season of women's rugby league and it's just exciting to have that. Um, Yeah, it it is a bit of a worry, you know, um, with recovery and training and overloading but um, it's... All in all, we're doing more footy and that's what we want. So, yeah. Are there any goals for yourself, Jamie, like personal goals? Do you want to crack something next year or aim and high? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> Definitely personal goals I do have. Um, 
you know, making the teams is one of my goals that I always would love to meet. Um, and my end goal would be the Jullaroo squad um, and to be in that team, the marquee team. No, that, uh, that sounds like uh, goals that are certainly achievable. And how about we sneak in there a premiership for Tweed? How about that? And uh, Oh, definitely, yes. Get that on my way first. Uh, excellent, excellent. Great to see. All right, guys, well, let's jump into our final segment for tonight, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Yeah, and this week, Tash, I'm going to throw this question straight at you because we're looking at who is the best halfback in the game right now. And, you know, on, on paper, it seems to be a pretty uh, easy question, but uh, talk us through this legend legend of our game. What makes her such a great player? And, yeah, who is your best halfback in the game right now? Oh, Dan, it's always been Ali Brigginshaw for me. For three years, I've been saying she's going to get the Dally M, she's going to get the Dally M. She got the Dally M last season. Um, she's, you know, captain of the Jellaroos. She's a professional. She's level-headed. The way that if you, you know, if you lay off her, she'll score through you. If you up in her face, she'll put someone else through. Ali, she's just a class above. Yeah, Alicia, you know, we, we've all got personal views on Ali and they're all glowing. You know, she's a, she's a remarkable talent. She's a remarkable player and she's just, you know, she's just a great person as well and done so much for the game. But, yeah, talk to us about your choice here, pretty similar to Tasha. And, yeah, what, what, what are some of the, the, the parts of her game that you, that you like, obviously, as you watch, watch her star week in, week out? Well, I'm, I'm starting to think, when do we call her a lock? Because she's starting to move into that forward pack and, you know, she's changing the way the locks play the game. So, I mean, I have got her as halfback um, for obvious reasons, but I, I refer back to the Origin game earlier this year. I think it was about five minutes left on the clock or even that last ten minutes. It was le- scores were level, low-scoring game. It was raining and she just knew exactly what to do. She put a couple of kicks, got repeat set. Um, obviously we all know what happened with that penalty in the end, but she was putting the pressure on at the end and that's why they talk about game management and, um, you know, you look at it and she was the one putting the grubber in. She knew what to do. She was high-fiving the team, keeping them really calm, I think. And from a player perspective, I'm sure Jamie might be able to chat a little bit more about it, but, you know, to have somebody step up in the crunch moment, she's obviously been able to do that. So, again, I'm a little bit... um, sad because you know she, I feel like we haven't been able to see her her career for a long time obviously she's played for 10 years but um I would if only she could have been starting a career now and really blossom because who knows where she could have got with like a full-time program down the track or wherever but yeah definitely yeah. game management you can't beat it yeah, absolutely. She's an out-and-out killer on the football field. I remember watching that game on the sideline. A little bit of rain just to add to the atmosphere. And you talk about calm, composed. That was certainly not me as a Blues supporter watching her because I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> the game was tight and you could just see Ali, you know, she was in her element. She was organising, calming things down. And, um, yeah, I was <laughs> definitely a nervous Blues fan. Um, Jamie, yeah, talk to us a little bit about that one. And then, um, yeah, the, the question we have for you tonight is who is the best halfback in the game right now? Best halfback in the game right now, I would have to say Taryn Aiken. Um, from a player's perspective and playing alongside Taryn, um, she's always so consistent and, and accurate and resilient and in defence and attack. You know, she's just an all-rounder in, in training, games, off the field, 
just so professional and elite. And I can't say I have played alongside Ali Brigginshaw, but she's definitely someone I look up to and she's, you know, a leader in our game and the women's game and she's always building the game to be better and bigger. And um, so I look up to her, but definitely Taryn Aiken, I would have to say so this right now yeah no it's a great choice she's um got a got a huge future in the game looks to get better each and every time she goes out and plays and uh yeah is um you know another another superstar in our game look for me yeah I, i've got to go with ali as well but um i i'd, I'd be remiss to, to slide in there uh, maddie studden our, our new south wales star um just yeah my biases there are going in there so i just think that um yeah 2022 is going to be a huge year for a lot of our players and I, I, I think there's something special there for Maddie heading into next year so um, yeah an amazing group and um, yeah bring on bring on uh, 2022 uh, tonight uh, Jamie just want to thank you for uh, for jumping on the show we really appreciate you jumping on board and talking us through your your amazing football team up there in Queensland uh, and um, yeah really looking forward to next year thanks so much for having me guys it's a pleasure no, it's uh, no. It was great to cover your team, and yeah, really looking forward to watching more games next year. Uh, Tarsha Leisha, thank you as always. Always bringing the heat as we talk all things rugby league. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode. If you did, please download the podcast, share with family and friends. And until next week, we'll see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.